that experience taught me so much about being vulnerable. Opening up to your fear really allows you to do a few things. It allows you to be more you. Fear is part of you. And when we allow it to become shame, when we allow it to bury itself deep down inside of us, we're keeping that part of ourselves from not only the people around us, but from ourselves. Hey guys, this is Coach K and you're listening to the Making Changes, Breaking Barriers podcast, where we talk about you. This is about you, your mind and your path. I want to start off today's podcast by sharing with you one of my biggest projects right now. And I will say, just like we're going to be talking about today, I had to build up some real courage to share this with you guys. This is something that I'm so excited about and I cannot wait to share it with you very soon. So as some of you may know, I've been in the coaching industry for over 10 years now. And even though I've coached in a lot of different forms, like college athletic coaching, personal training, behavior change coaching, and other forms of mentoring, coaching is kind of my baby. It's one of my loves. And when coaching is my job, well, I'll just say I'm pretty happy about it. I've found over the years that there are two parts of coaching that I find most fascinating and that I am most passionate about. The first is inspiring action in others, hence the whole premise of this podcast, right? Some of you may say I'm still young, and honestly, I'm okay with that. I'll embrace my youth for as long as possible, but I've had so many moments in my life so far that I've been inspired to act, whether that's to make some sort of change or to commit to something or to push my body. That feeling, that inspired feeling is so magical to me. And that's why one of the things I'm most passionate about is helping other people feel this, helping other people feel this magical feeling of inspiration to take action in their life. And the second part of coaching that I find most fascinating is facilitating community. This is something that I really got to dive head first into when I was coaching college basketball. I love facilitating a community and helping develop a culture amongst the people in that community and also finding ways to support each other in their own personal goals and then finding common goals amongst the community that we can work towards together. This just gets me so excited. So with that being said, I will be launching the Change with Coach K community very soon, and I'll be limiting the community to just 20 members to start to make sure that each member of the community gets the full attention they need. This will be an online community for truly any person who needs support in making any sort of change in their life. This could be a health journey you're on, a career change, a change in relationships, or simply it could be that you're wanting to spend more time with self-development and change your mindset. As a member of the community, you'll have access to resources, calls with me, participate in challenges, and various other resources. Think of this like a gym for your mind. So... If this is something that you may be interested in, please reach out to me. You can find me on most social media platforms at Change with Coach K. I would seriously love to hear from you and get you first access to this community. So with that being said, let's dive into today's podcast, Four Really Effective Ways to Boost Your Courage. And like always, my one reminder to you before we begin is listening to one episode will not be all it takes to change your life. I can tell you that for certain, but I hope you continue to tune in here and put in the time on your own to reflect on these ideas and tips. That constant dedication and commitment to self-growth, to your mind, to your life is an awesome first step on this journey of change. So let's start off with what courage is and what courage is not. 
There's an awesome quote by Nelson Mandela that really describes courage well. He said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. One of the things that I find most fascinating about courage is that based on the definition of courage, there needs to be pain, fear, or grief in order to demonstrate the ability. And not like finding pain or fear or grief in our world is too difficult, to be honest, but I do think it's important to acknowledge this as an example of something good that can come from what most people would generally describe as negative feelings, pain, fear, or grief. We have to acknowledge this pain, fear, and grief in order to show courage. Imagine a person that to everyone around them was just falling apart. They're just having a really hard time. They're causing destruction around them. They're participating in self-harm actions and things just aren't really going well for them. In order for that person to make a change in their life, they will need to demonstrate some form of courage to turn things around. But if they first are not able to recognize the pain, the fear, or the grief that they themselves are going through, the courage part will never happen. So courage is only courage with one or all of those things. It's common that when we think about courage, we think about the big acts of courage. The firefighter that runs into the building to save the little kid, or the brother who jumps in front of his sister as the dog is about to attack. This is actually a real story, and the boy had some pretty bad damage to his face, but after surgery, he was okay, and the story ended up going viral, and some of the Marvel Avenger characters from the movies, like Spider-Man, actually went and met that boy, which I thought was pretty cool. But don't get me wrong. These are 100% acts of courage. They are big acts of courage, but this is not what courage has to be. Courage can be small acts as well. Courage can be something we practice every day. To be honest, sometimes even getting out of bed in the morning and starting your day can take a lot of courage. I had a day last week where I think I just had a really big to-do list and I was feeling a little bit tired and all of these fears started flooding in. And even just doing one task at a time felt hard. It truly felt like it took a lot of courage just to tell myself, Christina, just take this day step by step, do your best and that is all you can do. Courage can be standing up for something you see and you know is wrong. It can be saying no when no is what you wish to say. Courage could be trying a hike you've been wanting to try, but it's always felt a bit too challenging. Or signing up for the race that you've been wanting to do. Courage can be a lot of things. It can be big or small acts. But having the ability to overcome the pain, fear, or grief can be just what we need to make the change in our life that we've been wanting to make. So with my clients, I found that there are a few different things we can do to help boost our ability to show courage. And I do find these to be pretty effective. So the first way to boost our courage is to do a risk assessment. Sometimes just stepping back from the situation we're in or the decision we're trying to make and considering the worst possible outcomes can be really effective. If we can acknowledge these worst case scenarios and then game plan around them, like if that, then this, we can start to build more confidence around the idea that no matter how this turns out, I will be able to keep moving forward. And honestly, I find this to be a really important activity because at times, especially for the most more natural risk takers out there, if you do this activity and you cannot come up with a solution to the worst case scenario, 
then I do believe it's worth considering not taking that action, right? Can you live with the worst case scenario? This is a serious question that someone should be asking themselves during this processing. I have clients who really fear making a change in their routine. They know deep down they want to make a change, right? They want to be healthier, for example. But also deep down, doing something different is frightening. Change can be hard, people. I'll say over and over again. But what happens if you continue to do the same thing over and over again that you've been doing? You will see the same results over and over again. And if these results are not what you're looking for, what's the worst case scenario for making a change? I guess the worst case scenario is that whatever you do to change also gets you the same results. And well, then you're just in the same spot you were before. But making that change could also get you new and different results. And that's the benefit. The second really effective way to boost your courage is to be vulnerable. So my mom and I have always had a really close relationship and there really isn't much that I keep from her. When I was 18 years old and off at college, I started dating a woman and this was the first woman I had ever dated before. This was a new experience for me. I hadn't even really dated much in high school, to be honest, when I was living at home. So just being in a relationship in general was pretty new. And I really wasn't sure how to tell my friends and family about this relationship. Quick side note about that. The fact that coming out is a thing. Well, let's just say I hope that doesn't really need to be a thing for that much longer. When you start dating someone of the opposite gender, you don't have to sit your parents down, feel like you can't breathe, almost die of a panic attack, and see your parents cry when you tell them who you have an 18-year-old crush on. But anyways, I was off at college, so that part of my life was pretty easy to keep a secret for a while, but I didn't really want to keep it a secret. I was close with my family and friends, and I liked sharing my life with them. Holding this part of me from them, especially given I was truly in a relationship with someone I cared about, was hard. I ended up going home for the summer after my freshman year, and well, it wasn't long before my mom kind of found out, right? I wasn't really good at keeping this relationship a secret, so to speak. So this wasn't your typical coming out story, but after my mom found out, I really started wanting to share this with the other people in my life. But there was so much fear. I had so much fear of how other people would react to this news about me. Would they still see me the same? Would they still accept me? Would they still want to be a part of my life? Or would I lose everyone who was close to me and have to start all over? Looking back, this experience of one by one, having to lean into fear, having to dig out the shame from deep inside me and tell my loved ones again, one by one that I was in a relationship with a woman took so much vulnerability. And this vulnerability taught me so much about courage. First of all, guess what happens after you're courageous one time? Being courageous the second time gets just a tiny bit easier. And this becomes a cycle. Courage never is easy because of the premise of it, right? You're overcoming some sort of fear, pain, or grief, but you can get better at it the more you practice it. The more people I shared this part of my life with, the better I got at it. I was less anxious, less sweaty, and less panicky when sharing. Even though I will say post-traumatic symptoms are real because I'm finding even preparing this out for this podcast, my heart rate is increasing and my palms are a bit sweaty, but that experience taught me so much about being vulnerable. Opening up to your fear really allows you to do a few things. It allows you to be more you. 
Fear is part of you. And when we allow it to become shame, when we allow it to bury itself deep down inside of us, we're keeping that part of ourselves from not only the people around us, but from ourselves. Let your light shine. And opening up to your fear also allows you to boost your courage muscle, the skill of courage. You get better and better at facing any challenge that comes your way. All right, the third really effective way to boost your courage is to get out of your comfort zone in small ways. The example I just gave was a big thing, right? To me, that is a big act of courage. But a way we can start to build up our courage muscle is to start on a daily basis getting out of our comfort zone in small ways. Can you think right now of something you have on your agenda or maybe something you don't have on your agenda, but you've been thinking about that you can do that will get you out of your comfort zone in a small way? Okay, well, maybe you were able to think of something, but if not, oh, I have a good one for you. Is there someone that you owe an apology to? I talk about this as an everyday act because saying sorry really shouldn't be too difficult, right? But to be totally honest with ourselves, admitting that we are or were wrong can feel like such a bold act. It takes courage to admit that you were wrong. But saying sorry, apologizing for something you've said or done that was maybe out of your character or even just reflecting back on something you knew was not right can be so beneficial for not only the other person, but for you as well. This could even be an apology to your kids. Do you have little kids running around your house? I don't have kids yet, but if you do, I'm sure there are times where it is so hard to stay patient. I am sure there are times when that patience is just lost. And frankly, guess what? That's okay. None of us are perfect. And honestly, trying to be perfect for our kids can teach them that relationships should be perfect in the future for them, which is just not true. But as a parent, taking a moment, maybe the day after and apologizing to the kids, letting them know that, hey, I just wanted to take a second and let you know that I reflected on my behavior yesterday and I wanted to apologize for losing my patience. I reacted poorly and I will try to make sure that in the future, I'm doing what I need to do to stay a bit more patient in that scenario. Taking a moment to do that can take so much courage, but can leave such an amazing, long lasting lesson for your kids that it's okay to admit when you're wrong. You can be bold and apologize. One other quick everyday act of courage is to stick with your commitments. Maybe the change you're wanting to make in your life involves working out four days a week. Sticking to this, even if it means turning down a social event or not working overtime, can truly be an act of courage. If you've ever planned out a workout schedule for yourself and have tried to stick with it, you know that this is not easy. It truly does take courage to say, hey, I made this commitment and for myself, I'm going to stick to it. All right, and lastly, the fourth really effective way to boost your courage is to recognize that courage takes energy. If we even just go back to the example I just gave, when we're trying to stick to a plan we've created for ourselves, and maybe that's a fitness routine, we wanna go work out four days a week. Generally, at first, this is kinda easy because guess what? We're motivated. And also, guess what? Maybe we haven't been working out a ton before that, so we have some like built-up energy ready to release. But what happens over time? Well, over time, your body may start to get a bit tired. You've now added four plus hours of activity to your schedule each week. And this isn't just any activity. This is an activity that takes a lot of energy. 
So over time, if you're not taking extra care of your body, you start to get more and more tired. And what happens when we get tired? Making courageous acts gets harder and harder. So maybe before where you were able to tell your friend, hey, sorry, I can't meet up tonight because I need to get my workout in, now becomes, hey, yeah, I can skip this one workout. Courage takes energy. Taking care of our bodies in proportion to what we're doing with it is so important. Giving our bodies and our brains the proper sleep, nutrition, and exercise it needs is really the number one key to everything, especially sleep. If you're waking up tired every day or if you get to lunchtime every day and are exhausted, I would highly suggest that before taking on some sort of big change in your life, you make the first change in your routine something that will allow you to get more sleep. Because when it comes down to it, when the courage is required to keep going, to keep persisting and staying consistent to the long-term goal, you won't be able to do it if you haven't been recharging your body. So making sure you get proper sleep, and like I said, this needs to be in proportion to what you're putting your body through. If you're a marathon runner and go out and run miles and miles and miles every day, you're going to need a lot of rest. If you have a desk job and only get 5k steps per day, you actually may not need as much physical rest as you do mental rest. Finding ways to recharge your mind, like number one, eating healthy, and also getting outside, being in nature, maybe even time with friends, can be super beneficial. Courage can be a lot of things. It can be big or small acts, but having the ability to overcome the pain, fear, or grief that you're experiencing can be just what we need to make the change in our life that we've been wanting to make. So try the risk assessment, be vulnerable, get out of your comfort zone, and recognize that courage takes energy. Hey guys, if you've been enjoying this podcast, I would super appreciate it if you give me a follow, if you leave me a review, if you've been enjoying it, I would really appreciate those things. If not, that's totally okay too, but those things will really help me start to show up in more people's feed and be able to make an impact on more people, which is one of my biggest goals. All right, guys, that's what I'm going to leave you with today. But like always, my last thing I have to say is changing your path will not be easy. It will be challenging. And I will say that over and over again, but it will be worth it. So do a self-check today. Are you on your path of your mountain? And if not, what path are you on? 